welcome to a podcast for Redefined Sisters. We are a discipling community of women flourishing in faith and redefined by the gospel. Our deepest desire is to equip women to be deeply rooted in the word of God and live in community with one another. Welcome back to the Redefined Sisters podcast. It's been a few weeks um, for me to be on, but um, you're probably uh, familiar with our co-host, Jordan Mills. Um, She's been on the previous weeks while I have been out. So welcome back, Jordan. Thank you. It's always good to be back. Yes, absolutely. So to begin, we have a fun question for our back to school edition. So when do you start decorating and shopping for fall, Jordan? I am one of those that I have already started. (laughs) I love decorating for fall because early fall is my favorite time of year because I love pumpkin patches and the orchards and all of that stuff. I have some stuff out, but I'm not fully ready to put all of my pumpkin decor out just yet because we are right now experiencing our last heat wave of the year and I'm really trying to enjoy that as like my last full week of summer. How about you, Emily? Well, when you said heat wave, so I think last week it got up to 106. So um, I think I'm ready for fall. And yes, it's been very hot here, but I did find a lovely scented candle when I was grocery shopping that made its way into my basket. It's vanilla pumpkin. So I think the sense of fall really um, just excite me. I want to enjoy, you know, the last couple of weeks of summer, but I do hope it cools down. But I don't start decorating until the first or second week of September. So yes, I'm ready, but sort of trying to enjoy the last couple of weeks of summer, even though it's been very hot here. Yeah, I'm doing the same. I do have a fall candle going because I don't have really any other candles besides fall scents because those are my favorite scents for my house. But I'm really just holding on to that last little bit of summer that we have. Yes. Because once fall hits, that means winter is coming and I'm not ready for that. Yeah. (laughs) Well, welcome to our new series. This fall, we'll be reading through the Bible together. We actually have a monthly reading calendar that helps you follow along with us and live Bible studies together to dig deeper in our Facebook discipleship community called Redefined Sisters Community. So we hope you'll join us. And yes, we will even cover those difficult chapters and passages that are in the Old Testament and some that are in the New Testament. Eventually, we'll get to the New Testament. Right now, we're just in the Old Testament. But this week, we're having a fun conversation about Numbers 31, and we invite you to join us. So pour a cup of coffee or tea. I actually made a cup of my Australian breakfast tea this afternoon. So go ahead, grab your journal and join us. This will be perfect for any woman. Listen along anytime, anywhere. I, Emily, will be your host joined by my dear friend, Jordan. Hi, ladies. She is also the co-founder of Redefined Sisters, and we are thankful for you and your gracious support of this ministry and podcast. 
And thanks again for tuning in. So our hope and prayer through this series is that we will see and behold the beauty of reading through scripture, but also the key themes seen throughout the Bible. So that would be creation, fall, redemption, and consummation. And these will be brought into focus in both the Old and New Testaments. And just a little disclaimer, we want to be sensitive to mamas with little ears listening. So please feel free to press pause and replay when you're able to join us. The context for today's chapter is primarily over war. And so it can be a heavy topic for some, a difficult conversation to have, but it's very important. And there's some application points that you'll be able to glean from. And we pray that it would draw you closer to the Lord. So Jordan, will you go over some of the key verses that we're going to be touching on in chapter 31 of Numbers? Yes, absolutely. So as we said, this is like a really heavy topic and this is a very, it's a very heavy chapter. So we're going to break up the verses just a little bit. We are going to give you the entire main point and the key verses that are really going to help you understand what is going on in this chapter. So we are going to go to verse eight. They killed the kings of Midian with the rest of their slain, Ebi, Rechem, Zer, Hur, Reba, Balaam, which is the son of Bor, with a sword. And then we are going to head down to 15 through 16. Moses said to them, have you let all the women live? Behold, these on Balaam's advice caused the people of Israel to act treacherously against the Lord in the incident of Peor. And so the plague came among the congregation of the Lord. Next, we are going to head to verse 28. And levy for the Lord a tribute from the men of the war who went out to battle, one out of 500, the people and of the oxen and of the donkeys and of the flocks. Next, we're going to head down to verse 30 and 31. And from the people of Israel's half, you shall take one drawn out of every 50 of the people of the oxen, of the donkeys, and of the flocks, of the cattle, and give them to the Levites who keep guard over the tabernacle of the Lord. And Moses and Eleazar, the priest, did as the Lord commanded Moses. Next, we're going to touch on 36. Oh, actually, before I touch on 36, um, we're discussing half of a portion of animals that were given and half the portion of those who had gone out of the army numbered 337,500 sheep and then down to 42 from the people of Israel's half which Moses separated from that of the men had served in the army next we're going to go to 50 and we have brought the Lord's offering what each man found articles of gold armlets and bracelets, signet rings, earrings, and beads to make atonement for ourselves before the Lord. And lastly, we're going to touch on verse 54. And Moses and Eleazar, the priest, received the gold from the commanders of thousands and of hundreds and brought it into the tent of meeting as a memorial for the people of Israel and before the Lord. Emily, would you like to touch on the application points for this chapter? 
Yes. And then we will dive into those verses that we just read a little bit more in depth. So um, the first application point is what sin, sinful pattern, or idolatry are we remaining in disobedience to? So um, we encourage you to take this to the Lord and find healing and grace. The mercy and grace of Jesus is ready to receive you, sister. Secondly, what may the Lord be asking you to personally set aside in this season? And so, Jordan, as we keep these uh, two application points in mind, um, and we'll dive deeper into kind of the, the meaning of these verses, but let's focus our hearts on Christ. Do you have some verses for us that will help us do that? Yeah, I do. We are going to go over a couple different verses. These are all in the New Testament also, as we keep our hearts focused on Christ. So first, I would like us to turn to Romans chapter 8, verse 5. For those who live according to the flesh set their minds on the things of the flesh, but those who live according to the Spirit set their minds on the things of the Spirit. Next, we're going to turn to Romans chapter 12, verse 2. Do not be conformed to this world, but be transformed by the renewal of your mind, that by testing you may discern what is the will of God, what is good and acceptable and perfect. Next, we're going to turn to Colossians chapter 3, verse 2. Set your minds on things that are above, not on things that are on the earth. And lastly, we're going to turn to Hebrews chapter 3, verse 1. Therefore, holy brothers, you who share in a heavenly calling, consider Jesus the apostle and high priest of our confession. And Emily, did you want to dive in just a little bit deeper to the verses that I went through earlier? Yes, I will do that. So let's start with verse 8. And so in verse eight, they mentioned the Midianite kings, but I want to focus in on um, the latter part of that verse, which says they also killed Balaam, son of Beor, with a sword. And I thought it was very helpful that um, I'm using my CSE uh, study Bible. So that's the Christian Standard Bible. And in my notes, it was very good to kind of give a deeper understanding of this. But the Israelites had sinned against the Lord by committing idolatry and fornication. And if you flip back to chapter 25, you can see this. That's why reading through the Bible is so important. But Phineas had actually led the army, and it was his priestly duty, along with the 12,000 Israelites and the 1,000 and the thousand men from each tribe. Well, Phineas was the perfect one to lead the Israelites, as he was the one who helped turn the tide of disobedience and turn back the anger of God. The victory was decisive with the putting to death of the Midianite kings, along with Balaam, who was responsible for actually stirring the Israelites to disobedience. And so interestingly, um, throughout this passage, we actually see the warriors killed all the men, but they left alive the Midianite women who were, who were the ones who actually seduced the Israelite men. So it's a very interesting correlation. So that's why we talked about um, maybe what sin or simple pattern are we remaining in disobedience to? It's very important to um, put sin to death in our life. 
so that we can continue to have a vibrant relationship with the Lord and have a vibrant ministry for him. So we're going to go to verses 15 through 16. Have you let every female live, he asked them, yet they are the ones who at Balaam's advice incited the Israelites to unfaithfulness against the Lord in the your incident so that the plague came against the Lord's community. So now we're going to go to verses 19 through 24. You are to remain outside the camp for seven days. All of you and your prisoners who have killed a person or touched the dead are to purify yourselves on the third day and the seventh day. Also purify everything, garments, leather, goods, things made of goat hair, and every article of wood. So I'm going to stop there just to kind of give us some understanding. So as you read through Numbers and Leviticus, you will probably see like cleanliness was very important. Um, so if the Israelites had touched anything, they were considered unclean. So it was important. This was in this text in chapter 31 because they needed to purify themselves. And so as we go down a little bit further, Anything that cannot withstand fire, pass through the water. So on the seventh day, wash your clothes and you will be clean. After that, you may enter the camp. So actually, I recently read this in, it was actually in Numbers. It was a few chapters back, but Moses' sister Miriam had gotten leprosy because she had sinned against Moses, um, her and Aaron. But Miriam had leprosy and she had to be outside the camp for seven days. And so that This is important to our understanding that Israelite had to be clean. And so when we go down to verse 28, they were to set aside a tribute for the Lord. And so in the verses that follow, it goes more specifically into these tributes. So verse 30, from the Israelites, half, take one out of every 50 from the people, give them to the Levites who perform the duties of the Lord's tabernacle. Verse 32, the captives remaining from the plunder the army had taken, and they kind of go through the totals of that. Um, and interesting that verse 35 says, and 32,000 people, all the females who had not gone to bed with a man. And verse 36, the half portion for those who went out to the war numbered. Um, and so you'll see those numbers. I thought it was really interesting that after each number that they listed, there was, and the tribute to the Lord was such and such a number. And so just interesting, like to really be pure before the Lord, we do have to clean ourselves and thank goodness that we have Jesus who went to the cross for us. And so we don't have to go through this purification process. Um, we can just say, Lord, please forgive me for my sin. And it's truly as easy as that. So that's why we wanted to make Christ the focus here, because without Christ, we are still dead in our sin. We are still broken. And so we want to focus your heart on Christ. And so we wanted to go through those verses a little bit further, because this is a very hard passage to kind of break apart. But I wanted to read my commentator notes on verse 28 to kind of shed some more light on it. So a tribute to the Lord for the priests was then taken from the fighting men, one out of every 500 of the spoils, including humans and animals. However, the portion taken from the Israelites who did not go to war for the Levites was larger. One out of every 50 men and animals were to go to the Levites, which came to 2%. And then 
before when I read it, one out of every 500, that came to about 0.2%. Not that that really matters, but it's just interesting statistics. But Moses and Eleazar um, carried out the Lord's command, and the 675,000 sheep and goats, 72,000 cattle, 61,000 donkeys, and 32,000 people were divided in half, and the tributes offered to the Lord together with the priests and Levites. So if we go to verse 54, we see Moses and the priest Eleazar received the gold from the commanders of thousands and of hundreds and brought it into the tent of meeting as a memorial for the Israelites before the Lord. So again, what do we do with this passage? It's hard to understand, but we want to draw you back to the application points. What sin or sinful pattern are we remaining in disobedience to? Take this to the Lord and find healing. The mercy and grace of Jesus is ready to receive you. And what may the Lord be asking you to personally set aside in this season? As we end our time, I wanted to take a few moments to read a prayer of thanksgiving from the Book of Common Prayer published by Penguin Books with an introduction from James Wood. So my son and I like to incorporate these prayers into our daily rhythm, and then we practice praying to God together. So I'm going to read one of these prayers of thanksgiving. And this is just a prayer of general thanksgiving. Almighty God, Father of mercies, we thine unworthy servants do give thee most humble and hearty thanks for all thy goodness and loving kindness to us and to all men. We bless thee for our preservation, all the blessings of this life, but above all for thine inestimable love and the redemption of the world by our Lord Jesus Christ, for the means of grace and for the hope of glory. And we beseech thee, give us that due sense of all thy mercies, that our hearts may be thankful, and that we may show forth thy praise, not only with our lips, but in our lives by giving up ourselves to thy service, and by walking before thee in holiness and righteousness all our days, through Jesus Christ our Lord, to whom with thee and the Holy Ghost be honor and glory forever. Amen. So it's just kind of a beautiful prayer written in old English, of course, but it's just, you know, fun to read it with my son. <laughs> and he actually really likes them because he'll tell me, read more, read more. So we thank you so much for joining us, ladies. And we hope you'll delight in God's word with us this fall as we read through scripture together. It's not always easy. And like today, you'll come across some really hard passages and but there's always something the Lord is teaching us through them because all scripture is God breathed. And so a new episode will be released bi-weekly because it actually takes quite a bit of um, work to exegete a passage and walk through it and study it. So we will see you bi-weekly and we hope that will be a blessing for you. And so thank you so much, ladies. Bye. We'll see you next time. Bye, ladies. for listening. To continue the conversation with us, join our free membership community at www.facebook.com slash groups slash Redefined Sisters. We cannot wait to connect with you.